Hey everyone. So we're here today on Come Out of Your Shell with a friend of mine, Erin Howes. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Howes Hill. It's I, I never changed my married name, so you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> sorry about that. So um so she is a sleep coach. And she also has a fun little gig she does with casting. So I can't wait for you to kind of talk about your fun casting stuff. Erin, introduce yourself to everybody for me. Uh, so I'm a mom of two. Um, I've been a sleep coach for over 15 years. And I was a longtime nanny. And that's what I did before. And nice. it's funny because when you nanny, um, sometimes you have, you know, uh, kids that don't want to go to sleep, right? So it kind of it was just kind of like an organic thing that just kind of turned into me sleep coaching. So I trained those children and then I proceeded to train the entire neighborhood basically after that, because oh, everybody wow. was having the same issues that that family was having. So, you know, kids going to bed at like 10, 11 at night, their toddlers, they need sleep. They were basically like narcoleptics, you know, walking around the park and like, I would look over and they're just like Wait. falling asleep on the slide, you know, and I'm like, oh man, this is not going to work long-term, you know? So yeah, I just, I uh, kind of started from there. I'm the oldest of five. So I think I always was like a little mom and yeah. it was just like, just came naturally to me. And it's something I'm just super, super passionate about. And I hope to get back out there and talk publicly about it really soon. That's awesome. Because, you know, like as a parent of five, I have five, um, mm -hmm. when they were little, it, it throws your whole routine off if one of them's not sleeping because if one's not sleeping, then sometimes all are not sleeping, or at least you're not sleeping because they're not sleeping. And then, you know, it just becomes this big snowball of that's really fascinating. So that's how you got into it. That's, that's really, really cool. I love that. Um, I remember putting my daughter in her car seat and driving around just so she'd fall asleep. <laughs> and, you know, when they're little, you just kind of do what you can to survive. And I think that this is so true. you great, but if you're ready for a change, you know, hit me up. I mean, I do free consults and I can help. I mean, I've helped hundreds of families, you know, and saved marriages, saved people from P uh, PTSD. Well, maybe, I guess you could get it might PTSD. Be PTSD. <laughs> For real. postpartum depression, you know, um, so many things can happen when you don't sleep and when your kids don't sleep, right? It's just like, like you said, a snowball effect and it just affects everything. Sleep is life. So give yourself the gift of sleep and I'm happy to help you guys um, if you need it. And you can just find me at Getting Cozy with Erin. You can just DM me and we we'll set up a um, consult on Instagram. So you focus mainly on children. Do you help adults as well? Absolutely. It's funny. I didn't used to, sorry about that. I didn't okay. used to um, help adults as much, but when the pandemic hit, everybody was on their phone scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And because they yeah. didn't have to work the next day, right? So they were just like, oh, I'm just going to be on, you know, TikTok for hours, no big deal. And they were going to bed at three, four o'clock in the morning or they weren't going to bed at all. So yes, they needed my help. And I'll tell you the top recommendation I give adults is to get a weighted blanket. Ah, huge game changer and for children too, but only do 10% of your body weight for a kid or an adult. Um, and it just, it, if you hmm. have anxiety, if you can't fall asleep, if you have insomnia, it'll take that edge right off. It just feels like someone's hugging you or holding you. And it's very comforting. And I hear all the time, but I sleep hot. I'm so hot when I sleep. <laughs> it's okay. They have cooling weighted blankets as well. So get yourself a weighted blanket first. That's awesome. See if that helps. <laughs> So 
yeah. So like, I've also heard, you know, sleep affects, like when I say it's a snowball, it affects everything. It really does because like it can affect your weight loss because if you're not getting enough sleep, then your body is just, and I think we forget that, you know, we all pride ourselves on how busy we are, you know, and we forget that part of the self-care is sleep, you know, and rest. And so I'm, I'm sure that you've met people like that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that people don't think it goes hand in hand, you know, but it really does. And I do believe, even if you're like intermittent fasting, you know, intermittent fasting. <laughs> That's a fun <laughs> word, isn't it? <laughs> like a, oh my God. Um, I'm a huge fan of that, huge fan. But if you are, you know, getting up at seven, I would say actually seven's fine. But if you're getting up at like, you know, I don't know, five or something like that, and you're going all the way from five to like noon or one, that's a really long time, right? We want to get you sleeping for kids. 12 hours a day is what we um, aim for. And my seven day program actually achieves that. I know it's crazy, but my kids who are seven and 10 still sleep almost 12 hours a night. So it's possible. Really? Yeah. I trained wow. them when they're very, very young and you get them trained, you know, between three and four months old, which is when I start training for clients. Um, they, they have that skill for the rest of their life. It's a self-soothing skill that doesn't go away. You know, it's like riding a bike. You're never going to forget it. And you can apply it to any stage of life. If they're teething, if they're sick, you know, there's things that, um, that just are innately in them once they've taken the, uh, the time to learn that skill. So then let me ask you a question. I know like when my kids were little, there was this big debate about whether you if a baby's crying and they can't go to sleep, do you go in and soothe them or do you let them cry themselves to sleep? What is your stance on that? I mean, do you have a, and maybe I'm not trying to start anything, but I'm just curious because that was like huge when my kids were little and I probably did it wrong. (laughs) No, no, there's no wrong. There's no wrong. Right. And I always say like, you know, you don't know until you know, right. I mean, you just can't, you can't know something until you know it, you can't apply something to your life until you know it. So once you know, and then you choose to do something different, that's your choice, right? You've made a choice. At, right. at that. So what I always tell new parents, especially is, you know, when your child is born from zero to like three months old, it's really just survival. It's doing whatever you have to do it's to not lose sure. your head. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, yes. you just do whatever you can. I mean, I definitely like slept with baby in my arms, you know, before and like did all the things. And, and that's the thing, like all those things are okay until I would say if you're like, okay, I want to get this baby in their own room. I want to get them their own space. When you feel that way, and a lot of people, it's usually about three or four months old, sometimes six months, you know, is normal too. But Mm -hmm. once you start feeling that way, that's when you start, you know, doing the self-soothe techniques. So if you have been rocking your child to sleep, if you have been, you know, like you said, patting them or just doing anything to soothe them from a parent's perspective, then that's when we stop doing that. We break those. I don't, I don't want to call them bad habits because they're not right. It's just what you, it's just the techniques that you've been trying. Right. So it's going to be the same unless you do something different. So if you stop doing that, you're then allowing the child to learn on its own, how to soothe themselves. That way they don't need you to soothe them. And the other thing is too, if you put a child down in a crib awake, they will learn to soothe themselves. But if that child is already asleep in the crib, when they wake up, they are mad because they are no longer where they fell asleep. I I liken it to this, um, to this scenario. Okay. So Melissa, you fell asleep on the couch, but you wake up in your bed. 
are you going to freak out? Yeah, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to wonder what the heck happened. <laughs> what did I do? Exactly. And then no, you're right. It's the same for a child, you know, or a baby, an infant, whoever, any age. It works uh, for all ages. You have to to feel that comfort and that familiarity. You have to wake up where you fall asleep. So if you fall asleep in someone's arms, in a swing, in a car seat, anywhere besides your crib, when you wake up in your crib, you're going to freak out. And that is totally, totally normal because you don't know how you got there. That's just, I never even thought about it like that. I, I wow. <laughs> it makes so much sense because, you know, as adults, we, you know, and kids are the same way. They're just little, littler versions of, you know, and we don't, right. that's really, really fascinating. And creatures of habit, you know? So if you start putting your child awake, excuse me, in the crib, and then they wake up, that's okay. Cause they look around, they say, oh, I'm still in my crib. No big deal. I'm going to go back to sleep. Right. But if they aren't, then they're going to be panicked and they're going to have that all out, you know, like I said, panic attack. So that's, that's key. That's key is just putting your child awake wherever they're sleeping and making that consistent because most people don't know eight to times a night. That's the average of how often a child wakes up eight to 10 times a night. Wow. And that's normal. That's normal. But if they wake up and they know where they are, they'll just go right back to sleep. You'll never know they even woke up. Right. Right. So my oldest daughter, when she was little, she was the worst. Like she hated to go to sleep because she thought she was going to miss out on stuff, you know? So like we put her in the swing and she'd literally try to stay awake. (laughs) We're like, go to sleep. But so then when we transitioned her from a crib into a toddler bed, you know, there's no, there's nothing to keep her there. Right. But we had this gate at the the door. So she couldn't get out of the room because we lived in a two story. I didn't want to fall down the stairs. I'm telling you, Erin. She would move all of her stuffed animals right to that gate and she'd lay down and she'd fall asleep there as opposed to her bed. <laughs> and I was like, well, yep, it's a start. I mean, I didn't know what else I was. I was 21 when I had my first child. So like, I knew nothing about Gosh, anything. Yeah. I was a total baby. And so yeah. we kind of grew up together. It was kind of fun. She probably, yeah, we're friends, really great friends <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> but so, you know, and then I had another my second one, he wanted me to just put him down in the crib and he'd be like, good night. And like, he'd just go to sleep on his own. The yeah. Totally opposite personalities. And I wish that we all came with like instruction manuals. You know, this one likes <laughs> this. This is how you do Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I know it's trial and error, <laughs> right? But the game is so smart. And that is what I suggest to my clients. You know, if your child is um, I'm assuming she wasn't in a crib anymore. She was in like a big girl bed, right? Yeah. So she could, she has two, it's almost like they have too much freedom. They don't even know what to do with it. So I actually recommend, and I know this sounds crazy, but I actually recommend keeping a child in a crib until they're like three and a half. And really? the way, the way to do it is to start them out with this. So that when they throw that leg over the crib, they're not going anywhere. That sack is going to keep them right. And it also helps better because they feel more secure being in a sleep sack. So fun fact, my son was four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half and still slept with a sleep sack, not in the nice. crib. You know, he was in a big boy bed, of course, but yeah. he was still in, in a sleep sack. So, you know, you need to like, kind of just say whatever works for you is going to work for you. Don't listen to anyone else or, or any, you right. know, whatever the standards are telling you, or, you know, whatever the standard thing is out there, like just, just ignore it because whatever works for you is going to work for you. And not everything that I even recommend is going to work, but I sure as heck do my best to find out, you know, 
discover the problem and eradicate it and get you all sleeping better. Okay, so I have another question for you. Sometimes, um, like my, you know, I'm an author, so like my mind just kind of goes like this. And there'll be times when I like wake up and it's like two or three in the morning and I cannot go back to sleep to save my life. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I can drink tea, I can take a bath, I can have chocolate. I mean, you know, do you, do you have any recommendations of the, I mean, should I go buy a weighted blanket and go back to sleep? I'm, I'm not trying to make light of that. I seriously, there have been times where I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to get up. It's 3 a.m., whatever. And oh it's frustrating. Gosh. Yeah. So, for sure. Um, so let me ask you a question. When you do wake up, first of all, how do you know what time it is? Because I look at my phone. Yes. <laughs> look at my phone. No, 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 no. Because phones okay. give off. And I'm never judging. I'm never judging. I'm teaching. Okay. No, I love this. I need this because okay. if I wake up, I always look at my phone. And maybe I should just like put it across the room. <laughs> yes, yes. Because phones give off blue light, which then wakes you up even more. So if you're on your phone, you might see something that's really interesting at 3 a.m., right? I mean, last <laughs> night, Tommy Lee showed us something really interesting at 3 a.m. I don't know if you know this, but he posted a full picture of his, yes, the situation on Instagram at 3 a.m. So I want to know how many people <laughs> saw that, Ooh. but all I'm saying is if you're scrolling at 3 a.m., you <laughs> might see something that will really keep you awake. <laughs> That's awesome. It's gone, ladies. It's gone. Don't look for it. It's gone. Don't go looking. You won't find Not it. Not that I did. Not that I did. Anyway, I digress. So <laughs> no. awesome. But if you can block out anything that has time on it in your room, okay. you know, there's like flashing red, red. Uh, oh, I threw that thing away a long time ago. I'm okay, like, good, good, that. Good. Put a band-aid over it. Um, people say tape. You can see through tape usually, right? Put a band-aid over it. Band-aid that. Okay. okay. Uh, anything that's gonna have time on it, make sure your phone is not in reachable, you know. I mean, if, if it goes off, you would hear it like for emergency, but not being able to like literally, like for me, I'm so bad. I have it right behind my head, right? Most people do. Most people do. And I'm again not judging, you know, just saying that will help you though, that when you wake up at that time. First of all, you should know what time it is. If it's not light out, you're going to know it's not, you know, not time to get up, up right? That's, that's a good indication. Um, but another thing you can do too is just <clears throat> probably while you're waking up is something is on your mind. So before you go to bed, I always tell people to have a little notebook and a pen, you know, old school style yeah. and, um, and write down everything you're going to do for the next day or that you need to do for the next day. Anything that's on your mind, maybe you're fighting with someone, write down your thoughts and maybe like, how am I going to have this conversation with this person? So it's not just constantly going in your head or yes. if there's a big problem that you're needing to attack, say at work or with home and your marriage, whatever it is with your kids, write it down, get it out of your mind. So you're not focused on it and that it's not just, you know, like a movie, right? Just playing over and over again, right. because even if you fall asleep easily, that those thoughts could wake you back up. Yeah, that's really good because that's one of the reasons that I, I started writing was because it's cathartic. It like gets everything because like mm -hmm. I'm an overthinker. I, well, maybe I shouldn't speak that, but I have been known to be an overthinker. And so you just play things over and over. And yeah, I love that. That's a, right. that's a great idea. Yeah, um, I mean, you might have like 10 more books if you. <laughs> always writing I've already got like four in my head. Literally, exactly. I have 
four different manuscripts going on all at the same time. And my publicist is like, which one am I getting first? And I'm like, oh, well, that's just luck of the draw. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't really get to do that's that. So but, um, <laughs> but it's true because, you know, and then you have these weird dreams. Sometimes you're like, why did I even dream that? Where did that come from? Like, right. I'm known for my weird dreams. Really weird dreams. <laughs> Um, another, another tip too, is if you, and I don't know if you, you know, my bedroom is upstairs. So I'd have to literally walk downstairs, go to the kitchen. I don't know if you're like on the same floor as your kitchen. I but, am. Okay. Well, that actually might be okay because you can actually leave peanut butter in the fridge, which I know some people, I don't know how you do it, if you leave it out or not, but just a tiny spoonful of peanut butter has tryptophan in it. And it can actually give you the same effect as like eating turkey on Thanksgiving, right? We want to take a nap. Yes, peanut butter has tryptophan. So if you have, you have a tiny, and you don't even need that much, just a little tiny bit, that can also help your body just relax and go back to sleep. Did you go to school to learn all this stuff? I'm just <laughs> curious, or is this just like, like research you do? Like, do you like Google stuff? And then just, I mean... I'm not making light of it at all because like, I don't know any of this. This is fa fascinating to me. And, and I wish I, I wish I knew you back when I was having my kids, because let me just tell you, there were I a had lot a dime. Melissa, for every time I heard that I'd be a freaking <laughs> billionaire millionaire. I mean, seriously, I know, I know, right. Well, but you're going to be a billionaire. Let me just tell you, <laughs> you have just to remember call. the little people. <laughs> seriously. I, I, it's, I think it's just like these little nuggets that, you know, I just keep up here. And um, because this is my passion, it just, it goes into like that really important category in my brain, you know, like, oh, this is important information. I need to share it, you know, with people. Um, okay. And that's my favorite thing to do is just to teach and educate. Okay. Yeah. So I love that you said it's your passion. And so like my whole show is about coming out of your shell, finding who you are and being it unapologetically, like just being authentically you, because it's so hard sometimes. I even find myself like now sometimes going, am I being authentic or am I being what I think they want me to be? Or am I, I mean, I struggle with that. So let me ask you this. How did you, did you just know you were, cause you didn't start out thinking, oh, I'm going to be a sleep expert and right. go with that. You had another profession beforehand. <laughs> So sort of, yeah. Um, when I was in college, I, uh, I majored in sociology. I double minored in business and mass communications. And my parents were like, why are you double minoring? Like, why are you doing business and mass communications? So I'm like, I don't know. Something tells me I'm going to need this. <laughs> so I'm really glad I did. Yeah. For sure. You know, something in me just felt like that's where I needed to have my focus. Um, but no, I actually, I actually wanted to be, um, believe it or not, I wanted to be like, counselor like I wanted to because I love helping people so I'm still kind of a counselor right I mean I counsel yeah. people on sleep I counsel people on dating but it wasn't the type of counselor that I kind of set out to be but funny enough I actually just fell into sales when I got out of college um so I did sales for a really long time I did pharmaceutical sales I did you know printer sales I mean I did <laughs> everything any sales you could think of I did it you know and I was like you know what, just because I'm good at this doesn't mean I have to do this forever. And my parents did not like me saying that, but I said, life is too short to not love what you do. And Amen. so I then became a flight attendant after that. <laughs> wow. I know. And saw the world, met my husband. And then I was like, nope, this is not for me. I do not want to leave the love of my life. Just, you know, 
I like don't want to be gone for three, four days at a time. This is too rough. So I took every furlough they offered. I, you know, we eventually got married. I got pregnant. I took every like maternity leave they offered. I mean, I would just like leave after leave after leave. And, but I got my benefits, you know, I got to fly all over the world. So I kind of got the best of both worlds with that, you know, but ask me if I ever want to be a flight attendant again. No way. No way. It is like being on a bus, like a flying bus. It is so disgusting. I could tell you stories that would literally, you'd be like, excuse me, I'm going to throw up over here. Oh, yes. Yes. I can only mention. And you have to have patience for people too, like a huge amount of patience because I've just watched the way some people treat flight attendants and it's disgusting. Oh, it's true. Awful. It's true. You get smacked in the butt, you know, you get pinched. I was propositioned all the time. Like it was just like people's manners literally go out the window when they get up in the air. It's insane. It's like, we're not in a different world. Like we're not in a different like universe. Like politeness still matters here. And you do need to respect me. Uh, no, like clearly not. Um, it's insane. And even as uh, funny, I was telling our mutual friend, Aaron, who we love, um, yeah. from your such catch. Uh, I was telling her that I was the worst flight attendant because I would scream during turbulence, Melissa. Yeah, I would too. I, I, you know, I am, I still do (laughs) when I was a little kid. So you'll love this because you, you live out West. So we were flying from Nebraska to California to LA. Um, my house had just caught on fire and, um, like the whole thing burned down. Like it was huge deal. And, um, so my mom was like, Hey, now listen to this. Let's go to LA. We'll go to Disneyland. Right. This story is just unbelievable, but it's true. So we fly to Denver and the change planes were like on the tarmac for maybe about 45 minutes take off we get over the rocky mountains and the captain comes over the intercom and he says please do not panic but the right wing and engine are on fire i'm not kidding you oh united it was a united flight i remember and so that's why i worked for it <laughs> so, so they took me away from my mom because I'm like seven years old and she had an infant. She had a minute. And so I had to go sit with somebody I didn't know. And so we emergency landed. We went out on the little yellow. I mean, it was crazy. Okay. So then they bus us back to the airport, put us on another plane. I'm like, I'm not getting on another plane. Are you crazy? Yeah, right. Traumatized. I was. And then this is, this is the kicker. So we get to LA and the next day. We tried to go to Disneyland, but it was back when they rented out Disneyland for the day. It was closed. So no. we had to Knott's Berry Farm. I'm I'm not making this up. This is 100. You can I'm check my facts. So sorry. Oh my God. Please. I've never been to Disneyland. Oh, I was gonna say. Please tell me you've actually been there eventually. Like you got there. No. So when we go to Fashion Week, I have to go at least look at it just for a second and be yeah. like, <laughs> so oh, yeah. crazy. So now every time I fly over Denver, I, I kid you not, uh, you know, cause it's really gusty over, you know, the mountains and okay. I'm always like, it's okay. It's okay. I have to talk myself down. So got any sleep, sleep advice for an airplane? Cause I will pay big bucks for that one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Pills. <laughs> drugs, drugs, Alcohol, shots, like a whole thing. I mean, you tell any flight that story, she'll be like, and I'll let the, uh, you know, the liquor car just kind of stay here. Like, we'll just park it next to you. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my so, God. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm not. That's I, unbelievable. Yeah. You know that it's so rare that you run an emergency flight like that, an emergency landing. It is such a rare occurrence. I mean, I've, I worked for, well, technically eight years, but I flew for a year and a half and, mm-hmm. you know, countless flights. Never, never once. That's crazy. So just a little secret about me. Most things that don't happen to normal people happen to you. <laughs> I got you. No worries. Hey, that's why I'm an author. <laughs> exactly. Yes. We need people like you to like give us these stories that are incredible. And oh my God, that's, that's amazing. That is yeah. Amazing. So wow. do you have anything else you want to tell anybody about sleep or do you have other things you want to talk about that you can or know? Or- um, yes, we will definitely touch on. I know what you're talking about. Uh, for sure. I just want to reiterate that I do offer, um, free phone consults. Awesome. Just, um, yeah, 15, 20 minutes really is all I need just to kind of, you know, get the lay of the land. And I do a 360 consult, which means I don't just ask about sleep. I ask about the, their, your full schedule or your child's full schedule. So we know exactly what we're dealing with. And yes. I do offer tips and tricks. And a lot of times, even just a consult will solve the problem and you don't even need to do anything further than that, right? Like sometimes the way to blanket is all they need to know, right? Or cut caffeine by, you know, 1 p.m. Very important. Right. Um, so I don't know if you're a caffeine girl, but that will be, uh, that'll, that'll uh, cause those <laughs> wake-ups too. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll talk more about that. Um, okay. But if you, after the consult, if you do need more help, I do offer a seven-day program that is very affordable and very effective. And most times things change by like day two or three. Nice. Yes. So you're, awesome. you're not even having to, you know, yeah. But you get me uh, all day, pretty much um, from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can text me privately. I give you my private cell phone number. Uh, I walk you through it. You know, it's a, it's a very difficult thing for a parent to do. It's probably one of the hardest things we ever will do as a parent, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to have someone hold your hand, that's what my clients say. That's why it's such a successful program. So, um, yeah. And I've, like I said, I've helped hundreds of You're in good hands. I promise. Do not suffer. That's all I have to say to whoever's yeah. listening. Do not suffer. There's no reason this is a free call. And I promise you, I'll be able to help you at least a little bit, you know, if not more than you need. So, um, anyway, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful. No, I think it's wonderful that you offer like a free consult because like, if you could answer questions for people and there's not even a charge for that, maybe you ought to rethink that one there, Erin, I'll be your business coach. No, just kidding. That's, <laughs> I why, like you know, that's why it's not a free like hour consult, right? It's just, <laughs> just like 10 or 15 minutes and then just kind of okay. taste, you know, but um, no, honestly, I don't do it for the money. I absolutely love what I do. I feel, like I said, very passionate about it. I feel like I was on this earth to be a sleep coach and I, I am taking advantage of it. I love that because when you are passionate about something, it's hard. It's hard for me. This is crazy. It's hard for me to charge for my books. Like I send books all over the country all the time because I just want people to read right. some of this stuff because I want it to help somebody somewhere. And if it can help somebody, I'm like, cool. I, mean, I don't need the, the $12. I don't need that. Exactly. take it. So you I know totally, what I'm talking I, about. Yep. I do. Yep. I do. When you um, have a passion, it's, there's no price. So. so I have a new passion that we kind of touched on earlier. Um, so I am, I've never been a casting director before, but I was given the opportunity and I'm so excited 
that I yes. get to pass for a brand new dating show, which, you know, I love reality TV. I love dating shows. I watch them all. I've watched The Bachelor since day one. OG right here, season one. Um, <laughs> and I get to choose these men to be on this show. So it has been so much fun. Just an absolute blast. It's definitely my dream job because it includes all my favorite things, right? I'm going to get to be a dating coach too. If I get to ask those questions, you know, I get to see if they're a narcissist. I get to see, I get to see if they're ready to find their life partner. You know, I get to see um, all the things that we need to know about these people because I'm matching for someone very special, me and you. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to disclose her name just yet, but that will come out very soon because filming starts September 11th. Very, very soon. Yes, very soon. Oh my gosh. mm -hmm, Yeah, so we are in the throes of finding the best guys out there. You are, if you're listening in your age, 30 to 45, single man, single guys. (laughs) Yeah, no married people. Girlfriend, okay, like single (laughs) for a while, looking for your person. Um, charismatic, confident. I don't want cocky. I had a couple of cocky guys you know, slide in my DMs today. Not cool. I put them in their place. <laughs> so make sure you're confident, not cocky, but serious about finding love and real love because this woman is incredible across the board. She's so we want to make sure only the best of the best, you know, are get on the show. Um, but go to taildate.com. It's T A L E, like fairy tale. D-A-T-E. And that's off of tailgating. So it does have a football theme. Oh, I won't relate too much, but if you're a football that. fan, you will love this show's concept and you'll love the lead, especially who's a huge football fan as well. So um, right now we're going to be filming it for YouTube, but we are shopping a lot of different streaming networks. So very exciting. It will definitely be on YouTube for you guys to watch very soon. And yeah, I just, I cannot wait I love to, that. Uh, to share more. I love it. And you know, I'm a huge football fan too. (laughs) Huge. So you'll enjoy it for sure. Oh, I'm so excited. It's so fun. It's you're, you're, you're fabulous. I love that. I love your passion and I love that you, um, you just, you just carry this nurturing spirit about you. I can feel it. And I'm just, I love that. So we need more nurturers. I feel like in this world. So well, I feel the same about you. I'm so glad we were connected, you know, through uh, your such catch the community. And that's been such a great, you know, connection for us to, to meet each other and, and like network. And I think it's just a beautiful place to network in general and reach out to us. If you guys want to join the community, it's, it's a pretty yeah. awesome place. And we have happy hours every Wednesday where we all cry. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes. <Just me. laughs> no, I'm crying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But it's it's a safe place, you know, no judgment. We really just welcome everyone as long as you guys have, you know, a positive, um, good vibe. We are open arms to you. So yeah, definitely, definitely join us. Thank you for coming. Thanks for making time for me today and sharing. And uh, you guys hit her up, man. I know that if I could sleep better sometime, I'm probably going to call you and say, I want to, no, I've already gotten my free 15 minute consult, I think. Oh no, 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 it's all good. (laughs) I've got more info for you. Don't worry. (laughs) I could, that's, I just, sleep is so vital, you know, and we all, there's so many people that I have met 
that struggle with it. You know, I have people that take melatonin and they, you know, they try everything and, you know, it affects every part of your life. It can affect your job. It can affect your relationships. It can affect your body. I mean, in in your mind. Yeah. And so thank you. Of course. Tell everybody one more time how they can find you. It's been a huge pleasure and honor for me to be here. Thank you so much, Melissa, for inviting me. Yep. If you guys need me, just go to Getin, that's G-E-T-N, Cozy, C-O-Z-Y, with Erin. And um, you'll find me on Instagram. I'm always checking my DMs. I always want to make sure I'm available for you guys. I'm on my phone way too much. Um, but not at night. No, no, no. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm just well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Monkey see, monkey do, right? But no, I, I'm always trying to do better. I'm kind of a night owl. So it's like, it's a struggle for me, you know? But mm-hmm. I just put it back to bed after the kids go to sleep or go to sleep, go to school. So I get my little like naps in when I need to, right? And I think we're about to run out of time. So um, that's the other yeah. thing too, really fast. Naps are vital, aren't they? Like, I yeah. mean, there's nothing wrong with like 10 or 15 minute power naps, right? Like, and we still have five minutes. We're still good. We got five minutes. Good. Oh, okay. But- yeah. I, um, I'm so glad you brought that up because even as an adult, you know, you can really benefit from a, like a 20 minute nap. What I do, <clears throat> excuse me, what I do is I set an alarm on my phone, like a little, um, I don't use the alarm function because I find that it sometimes doesn't go off when I need it. So I do that little thing where you can kind of do like a, like a timer, I guess. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like you're cooking, right? So I yeah. do a 20 minute timer. It always goes off no matter what, even if my phone's on silent, it doesn't matter. It's really nice and convenient. So I set 20 minutes. I just get, you know, comfy wherever I'm at, wherever mm-hmm. I am, I might even be home and just want a 20 minute nap anywhere. And uh, you can even have like one of those little sleep masks, you know, so you can block out the light, maybe just have that with you all the time if you need to, and just do that 20 minutes. And then you do, you feel refreshed after I do some stretches after I wake up so you can really, you know, wake up. Uh, but just don't take it too late in the day. So I would say okay. I wouldn't nap past maybe three. Okay. Or four. Sometimes you can push it to four. It depends on what time you're going to bed. But funny enough, two more things I want to tell you. Kids have a wake window. Um, I'm sorry, a a like go to bed window, I would say between seven and eight o'clock p.m. So if you ever notice, if you put your child to bed after eight, they usually have a second wind. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're able to get them in bed before eight, they're not going to get that second wind yet. And you'll have a much better chance of them falling asleep. And for adults, it's a window of 10 to 11 PM. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. (laughs) You're like, that is way too early to go to bed. (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm a night owl too. And so, you know, it's so funny because I'll, I'll sometimes fall asleep at like eight o'clock at night and then I'll wake up at three in the morning and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, no, that's, yeah, so if you can push yourself to 10 and go to bed at just... 10, you should be good for the rest of the night. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yep. Nice. Or you get your peanut butter, right? That's right. I love that idea. I'm going to go put it out where I can... <laughs> I'll put that next to my bed instead of my phone and then make yeah. it all have some success. <laughs> whatever works, you know, whatever, whatever works. works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just all trying to survive here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No judgments. Um, 
Erin, it truly was a pleasure getting to talk to you about this. I love it. And um, I'm probably going to have you on again another time so that you can share again, if that's all right with you. Of course, I would love that for sure. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, everybody, uh, say goodbye to Erin and um, catch her another time. See you later. I'll stop this record. Where's my record button?